The Furion Access LTE Wi-Fi router allows you to create a local area Wi-Fi in your RV from existing cell signal or campground Wi-Fi. The unit has become more available and pre-wired on many new RVs. I've used this mobile router for well over a year with mixed results, and in this review we'll cover the good and bad of the experience. I'll also cover two benefits of this router that are less well known but add significant value. Hey everybody, this is John Marucci. I made the jump to traveling with my RV back in 2016 and have never looked back. I've had my share of problems along the way, and this channel attempts to be what I wish I had when I started out. So let's go ahead and jump in. My 2020 Keystone Bullet 243BHS came pre-wired for the Furion Access Wi-Fi router. Given my desire to have solid and redundant internet while working remotely, I thought I'd give this mobile router a try. So I purchased it while out on a long trip a bit over a year ago and have been able to use it considerably since then. Here are a few facts about the Furion Access Wi-Fi router. The router fits into the ceiling mounting bracket in your RV if so equipped and is pre-wired to the RV's roof mounted antenna. It operates using the Verizon LTE mobile network. The unit itself costs about $350 besides the needed monthly data expense which can be purchased monthly with no contract and more on this later. Here are a few benefits of the Furion router. The router attaches and detaches easily from the pre-wired ceiling mounting bracket and you can use the router in your RV even when you're not paying for a data plan. The unit makes use of the roof antenna, which in theory should improve reception when connected to the internet via LTE or campground Wi-Fi network. And more on testing this later. Also, the local Wi-Fi network it creates is strong and devices join easily and reconnect consistently. Here are a couple things to be aware of that are drawbacks to the device. First, Although utilizing the Verizon network, the cost per one gigabyte of data from Furion is very expensive when compared to Verizon's normal data plans. The unit itself is expensive at about $350 versus a Verizon jetpack at under $200. This is unfortunate because the route itself is solid in terms of working well. So the unit and ongoing data costs are somewhat prohibitive. Obviously, the main use case for the router is to pick up campground Wi-Fi or local LTE cell signal and route or broadcast it within the RV for devices to connect to and use. There are two other use cases to look at that are likely unknown to many who have the unit or may be considering it. The first ancillary use is as a media server. I do this by having digital video files loaded onto an SSD drive that I can plug into my Apple MacBook. I can then use an Apple TV unit hooked to the TV and have my MacBook and Apple TV connect to the Furion Wi-Fi router. This way, I can use Apple TV to play back my video to the TV through the router. It sounds a bit complex, but it isn't too difficult a process. And I'll likely put a video, blog, or podcast together on doing this at a future date. The beauty of this setup is that I can bring along many of my favorite movies in a very small form factor and not have to stream or rent them wasting bandwidth and money. 
Before we get into the next item, we want to let you know about a great planning resource on JohnMarucci.com. Did you know that some states allow their park campgrounds to be booked over a year in advance, while others are as little as 90 days? This can make travel planning a real headache when trying to book a trip through different states. Our interactive state park booking map provides vital booking window information for state parks that will allow you to better plan your next great trip. You know, you can even click right to each state's reservation website from the interactive map. Just visit JohnMarucci.com and click on the resources page to find out more. So the second little known use is to set up the Furion router as a Wi-Fi booster. This is an interesting way to broadcast your phone's hotspot via the router. Why do this? The main reason I do it is that my phone uses AT&T data. This way, I can use my AT&T data via the router, which is usually slightly cheaper per gigabyte versus Verizon. If I'm at a location where AT&T has a strong signal and Verizon is weak, as is in a few places in Florida's panhandle, I can switch to AT&T and broadcast that signal. If you work remotely, you really want solid bandwidth to do video calls and connect through VPN. Having the option to switch networks is critical to staying connected. Another benefit is ease of device connectivity by pointing devices to the router. This is better versus having to individually connect each device to the phone's hotspot. If you have an iPhone, you understand what a pain this can be as devices seem to disconnect from the phone's hotspot when they go to sleep. Also, by having a phone's hotspot as a source of data, you can use an LTE signal booster with the phone, like the Wii Boost I use, and boost the LTE signal to the phone before it goes to the router. So diversifying signal risk between carriers, making for ease of device connectivity, and being able to boost cell signal are certainly benefits of the Furion router. The main reason for the device, however, is to use it to pick up Verizon LTE or campground Wi-Fi and broadcast it into the RV. So let's do some testing on the LTE side to see if this works well. Fortunately, I own a Verizon Jetpack 8800L MiFi that we can test the Furion against. The good news here is that both units run off the same Verizon LTE network, so we should be able to examine speed test data done at the same time, in the same location, to see which unit performs better. Our working hypothesis is that the Furion should outperform the Verizon Jetpack, given it is using the same data from Verizon and is using the RV's roof antenna. If the Furion performs similarly or worse than the Jetpack, then it wouldn't make much sense to buy the Furion over the Jetpack, given the Furion unit costs more, as does the data. With the Jetpack, I can use the better Verizon data plan versus the expensive Furion data plans. So let's see how they compare. We decided to do three speed tests using the app on my iPhone 10 while hooked up to the Furion Wi-Fi and then the Verizon 8800L Wi-Fi. The average of the three tests for the Furion was 9.49 megabits per second down and 1.78 megabits per second up with an average ping of 42 milliseconds. Here's the average of the three speed tests from the same location using the Verizon Jetpack just moments later. We registered 47.97 megabits per second down 
and 1.72 megabits per second up with an average ping of 48 milliseconds. These were all done within a five minute time span at about 7.30 p.m. Looking at the speed test results, it is obvious that the Verizon Jetpack 8800L is pulling down significantly faster speeds versus the Furion router. There can be a few reasons for this, but any guess is speculation. Upload speeds are about equal, as is the ping. One factor to consider is that the Jetpack is using Verizon's unlimited 5G 30 gigabyte plan, but not using a 5G network. It is possible that this data plan allows for greater speeds. Any way you look at it, the Furion is considerably slower in terms of download speed. Given the Jetpack currently costs just under $200, and the Furion costs about $350, and the data bandwidth being much quicker on the Jetpack, it seems obvious that the Jetpack would be a more economical solution. On top of this, the data costs for the Furion are considerably higher per gigabyte than the Jetpack, which uses standard Verizon plans. So let's look at the Furion Access data plans and the cost per month and per gigabyte. Now there's five different plans you can choose from if you have the Furion Access, from half a gigabyte per month to 10 gigabytes per month. And you'll notice the spread here, from $14.49 a month and $28.98 per gigabyte, which is quite expensive, all the way up to 10 gigabytes, which is $64.49 per month, and brings it down to $6.50 per gigabyte, and, and the amounts in between. Now, when we look at the Verizon data plans for the Jetpack, you actually have four choices. And again, these are as of early 2021, these prices. The best one is the 30 gigabyte unlimited plan, and that's for $85 a month or only $2.83 per gigabyte. They also have a 15 gigabyte plan, which is only $10 cheaper or at $5 uh, per gigabyte. And then they have two non-unlimited plans at 10 and 20 gigabytes, which are quite a bit more expensive. So let's look at one full year of use at full data plan costs. The Furion would be 10 gigabytes per month or 120 gigabytes per year, and that's at the 64.49 per month. Remember the unit cost is about $350, so it costs you about $1,125 in year one. For the Verizon, if we took the, the best possible plan at 30 gigabytes unlimited or 360 gigabytes per year, the unit's gonna cost you just under $200 and the plan will cost you about $85 a month. So it'll cost you about $88 more or just over $1,200 a year for the Verizon plan. And what you basically get by doing this is you triple your usable bandwidth with the Verizon Jetpack, a seemingly fair trade-off for the money if the budget allows. And besides triple the data bandwidth, the Jetpack's use of the Verizon 5G data plan likely allows much greater download speeds. I like the Furion Access Wi-Fi router for the local area Wi-Fi it can produce, even with no data plan selected. This allows for access to my media library while traveling and for setting up a Wi-Fi using my iPhone's hotspot. The latter enables me to pull AT&T in through the router. However, the unit is expensive and the price of the data plan is also relatively expensive. The data costs are an obvious barrier as Verizon data is much cheaper. I think in a way by having exorbitant data costs, Furion is inoculating people who would spend considerable money for their router. For the average RVer who needs to use cell signal, I just can't recommend the unit, especially since there's a solid option in the Verizon Jetpack 8800L 
or other Verizon MiFi products, which will produce about the same quality signal at a lower unit cost. If you travel mainly to RV parks that have Wi-Fi, this unit may be a good choice to boost the campground's Wi-Fi signal. If you live life remotely and work consistently on the road, however, you may still want to get the unit. As one who has lived and worked remotely a great deal, having the Furion for additional data when needed is an important risk aversion strategy. If I have important conference calls and my normal Verizon plan is running out quickly, an AT&T signal is weak where I am, I can always turn this data on and use its data plan even though it's more expensive. However, be aware that paying for a Furion data plan and it actually being turned on may be several hours. Okay, that'll do it for now. If you found this video helpful, please click the like button. We'd love for you to join the On The Road team by subscribing to the channel. If you want to dive deeper, we put more content and photos on Instagram and Twitter at John Marucci. And don't forget to join us on JohnMarucci.com for many RVing resources. Thanks for watching. Stay safe. This is John Marucci and so long for now.